Hi everyone, welcome to I'm So Old with Lara and Lisa. It's episode three, and guess what? We are talking about we aren't that old, even though the name of our podcast is I'm So Old. And we wanted to chat today about all the things that we found when we were searching for empty nesting on the internet. So I put it in the search bar, and the first thing I found was the empty nest syndrome, which refers to the grief that many parents feel when their children move out of the home. The three characteristics of this syndrome would be sadness, anxiety, and loss of purpose. So I'm taking issue with that because (laughs) they've turned empty nesting into a mental health issue, and they've created... A negative, I call it illness. Now that I have a syndrome, I also have an illness, uh, which I don't agree with. I 100% agree with that. And when you go down the searching, it's um, why do empty nesters divorce? How do I reinvent myself? What to do with all of my free time now that I don't have any purpose? It isn't until the actual very bottom of the search bar that you get one little glimmer of hope of how to thrive as an empty nester. So I went one step further because, you know, again, Lara and I are acknowledging through this podcast, I'm so old, quote unquote. However, I do not think I am ready for retirement because when I searched empty nesting and things to do at this point in my life, the first thing that came up for me was a link to a certain retirement, a well-known retirement website organization in this country that was the first thing that they put me to retirement with a photo of a woman on the top of this article lying down i don't feel like that's what i want to do at this point in my life and again they referred to the emptiness syndrome as my illness which again i don't think that i have or want to be honest well some of the other things they said was Uh, to fill your time, you should work more or volunteer more, but there's never any mention of filling any newfound time with anything fun or exciting. It's all work, volunteer, uh, or you could exercise, exercising more, which, you know, I already do, and it does actually help your, you know, mental health, but there's no, there's just no tips on how to thrive. No, here again, we're talking about the black hole of empty nesting and mothers that are, you know, older, 50-ish, but not 75-ish. Not that there's anything wrong with 75, but at 50-ish, I'm not ready to lay down and give in to uh, being ill and having any type of mental health issues. One, my retirement article, the first thing it told me was to cook more. I actually want to cook less because I've spent 25 years cooking for everybody else. And I enjoy cooking, don't get me wrong, but they told me I needed to get in the kitchen more. And that is actually something I'm hoping to not do for at least a little while until I can get back uh, into it without feeling like a short order cook or mandatory having to get dinner on the table at a certain time. I want to avoid that at all costs. Yeah, I like the no, the not having to cook. Now I'm down to cooking three days a week. <laughs> three days a week, that's it. I feel like that's good. Maybe that falls under the relief because once supposedly you get to a relief stage in empty nesting. Oh, is that what you're Yes, and then you do. It does say you find joy in all your newfound hobbies. But if my hobby's cooking, I don't feel that that's going to find me or any volunteering, joy. Volunteering. Uh, volunteering. I, you know, I actually don't, I don't think that that's 
terrible at all. And I do think volunteering is really important. But I think that that kind of goes, that's not always fun. I'm not, that's not necessarily what I'm looking for at this point because I have volunteered and I do volunteer. That was part of my po- my pre empty nesting stage. My pre-moms of adult kids was I volunteered a little bit. I kind of want to find kind of different things to do uh, other than what they've been giving me on these websites. Well, I think volunteering is something that everybody should do. I'm just thinking it's not filling, it's not going to fill that my kids are gone now, let me go volunteer. Like right. I, I feel like there could be some more positive messages out there for Rather know, than middle-aged than women. <laughs> even that sounds a little bit, uh, a little crazy middle-aged moment, but yes, I do agree. And when I even, I think when Lara and I said before that we Googled even podcasts and there weren't even a lot of podcasts for women in our stage of life other than, you know, preachy self-help mm-hmm. podcasts, which there's nothing wrong with that and giving me advice about my said emptiness syndrome depression. Uh, there wasn't kind of a fun, irreverent, you know, thing to do, at least in this realm either. I would like to search it and not find words with strategies to cope or surviving the emptiness syndrome or coping with empty, emptiness syndrome. What to do when, you're, when your children fly the nest, or fly the coop, whatever, however you want to word it. I would like to look up something and be like, you know what, this is a great time in my life or this is, this is what I did and I had so much fun and we did this and there's just... It's just really nothing. Nothing. Oh, the second thing in my article said to clean. Clean? To, well, they called it, okay, so they, I I spun that very negatively. They said to declutter. Okay. But they said to clean. And you know what? Again, I've spent 25 years of my life cleaning up after everybody. I think I need a break from that. And I am a little OCD in terms of cleaning. So my house is not particularly cluttered. So that's not necessarily the advice I would seek. But essentially, I was told to cook and clean, which I've been doing for 25 years. Well, here's some suggestions. I'm going to list a couple of them. Travel. We'd all love to travel. That'd be fun. Volunteering. Dance lessons, I am giving that a go, I'll let you know. Foster a pet, I've done that. Learn a new language, you've done that. Mm -hmm. Gardening, I did that and killed my plants. Beekeeping, oh, and bird watching. Okay. And I don't like nature, so that's not going to work for me. Um, Those are the top, fishing, fishing. Fishing. You could go fishing, Lisa. (laughs) Laura and I will be fishing in our next podcast. here's cooking. Cooking. There we are. Sewing. Yes. Knitting. Podcasting. Here we are. That's at the bottom of the list. Podcasting. And we look, put it at the top of our list, even right. though it's not even something we ever thought about doing. And martial arts, which I'm not sure that I would be great with that. Candle making. Candle making. Candle you making. know, it's funny, Lara. Maybe we should start each each podcast. will start out with something we tried, and I'll actually tell you. Stay tuned for our next podcast. I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is, but we'll mm-hmm. tell you how our crocheting workshop jewelry making we did that we did (laughs) so the problem with jewelry making lara did really well lara excels at most of these things i did terribly because my old lady reading glasses were not a strong enough prescription to see the beads being put onto the wire lara's sister-in-law was great she showed us a lovely workshop with like 12 or 13 mm-hmm. women. Lara did really well. So did the other women. Lisa did not. It was a 
Lisa's glasses, she just needs to bump up to the next number. <laughs> Which I'm unwilling to do, because again, we aren't that old. We aren't that old, not yet. Um, so yeah, a lot of this doesn't really hold a lot of interest for me. And that's the thing, when we were looking at these particular articles, I felt as though, it, for me at least, it was the wrong, they were preaching to the wrong kind of demographic. It wasn't the... It wasn't kind of fun things that I'm looking to do, things kind of out of my box. Things are a little bit different than I've already done because I already exercise. I already cook. I already clean. Mm -hmm. I've tried kind of new things. Uh, but it wasn't something that kind of said, hey, this is, you know, a really good idea to get out and have fun. And think about it. If you are feeling bad, which I was apparently, you know, obviously I looked this stuff up a year and a half ago. It just makes you feel sadder. Like, yes. Like, this is like, I, I was reading this and I'm like, well, no wonder this is so depressing because everything out here is so depressing. Yes. It's just, so yes, we need to figure out uh, the next chapter and we need to figure that out and we need to have some fun doing it. And that's why our first little venture tonight, in fact, is our little crocheting workshop with 21 other empty nest women. And we're going to try that and see what mm -hmm. that's like. And I kind of think, and I, I don't know if Lara feels the same way, but I do think some of this is also about connecting not just virtually or not just finding what makes me happy, but also maybe finding another group of people or other connections because I always, I kind of felt like that was what was lacking too. Maybe connections in different realms and, and kind of people on the same page. Definitely people on the same page. I think, you know, it's fun to laugh and share stories and talk about what, you know, other people did to try to fill, fill up that extra time and, and just kind of, you know, commiserate when that's needed and celebrate having a newfound freedom. Because for so long, I mean, from the time I got out of bed till the time I went to sleep, I was running, running, running. So there, there, has, there is joy in this. And I think it's gonna, part of the fun is finding it. And that's what I think, again, our goal is kind of doing that and trying to figure out what this next step looks like. And I guess it looks different for everybody. And what I want might not be what you want or what Lara wants, but I think some of it is maybe even maybe even trying to get out of my box. That's always what I kind of feel like. Crocheting's not in my box. Jewelry making wasn't in my box. We're going country line dancing, which I think is fun. Next week. <laughs> the last time I, I, I think I line danced, it was the electric slide. <laughs> <laughs> we're not that old. <laughs> that no, we are, we are. We are. No, I think we line dance. At chicken dance. A wedding. Did we just line dance? Do we line dance? No, I've been line dancing at a couple weddings I've been to, and what that's a lot of fun. What are you line dancing to? Is it the chicken dance? Is that still? It's a chicken dance, well, and I that, think that's um, like thirty years old. What's the one? The, the macarena. <laughs> and the macarena. Yes, okay. we've line danced to that. I, but what's I, the new one that everyone does? The Sasha. Uh, the Cha cha slide, the cha cha slide. That's Do you know new? that one? Well, that's not new, but that's it's not new. as old as the macarena. <laughs> I don't know any. I have not line danced, and honestly, -danced. since before children, I don't even think I line danced at a wedding. I've never country line danced, and somebody we know in this group that we have, uh, where we are geographically, 
suggested country line dancing. And again, that's really out of my box. Although I do like dancing, I never thought I would country line dance. I think it sounds fun. I think anything you can do when you're laughing and laughing at yourself doing it, I think is a lot of fun. Yes, and get with people who are the same thing. We went to a new exercise class last week with another mom who owns this gym near us who's also part of this emptiness Really fun group of women. And she's, I wasn't sure about that. Fun group of women. Fun group of women who might be 50-ish. Um, she ran this class and it was really fun. It was this sculpting class and I do exercise regularly. But I have to say, I really, it was fun to do something different. Mm-hmm. It was a sculpt and, what was it called? Sculpt and Tone. Sculpt and Tone with Kim. And Kim did a whole, it was great. She had really good energy. And I have to say, I felt sore in a different way than I had ever felt because it was something so different yes. than, I, than I've ever done. Lara and I used to do a class with Kim like a decade ago. Yes. What was that class called? Oh, it was a... P90X. Yes. If anyone was- has done P90X, Lara and I went... And we did this P90X class 10 years ago mm-hmm. with um, this woman, Kim, who's really fun. And it was funny because it was a group of, um, God, I feel like I'm going to tell your story. Lara didn't always love to exercise. No, I hate, I was just going to say, I hate exercising. Lisa loves exercising. I absolutely hate it. I don't like to sweat. I don't like anything about it. It's necessary evil for me. But what I liked about this class, and we can go back to the P90X because I fell off a box in front of the whole class. It was humiliating. What I liked about this class was it was a fun, everybody was the same age and everybody was relatively fit and it was a fun class and I didn't feel like I needed to wear a t-shirt that said, hey, I have five kids, I'm in my 50s when I'm standing next to the 25-year-old in the exercise class because I'm always very intimidated because I'm not coordinated I'm not particularly good at exercising, and that's what I liked about the class. It was everybody was in the same place, and I thought that was fun. And it was a co-ed class, which is really unusual oh, for a class that was P90. in P90X again. And it wasn't, you weren't in your 50s. It was 10 years ago. You were much younger. No, the one that, the, what I liked about our Tony oh, class. Oh, the Tony, Tony class. class. Oh, I was yes. back to P90X. P90X. Again. Yes, yes, yes. No, the, the, you're right. She's right. One. Last week, it was the one we just did with Kim. You're right. In our 50s, everybody... Everybody was in the same place. I felt like everyone gave it a go. It was all different levels. I really enjoyed that. And I thought, again, Kim made it fun. But no, when Kim did it 10 years ago in the P90X class, it was a co-ed class with, I I would venture to guess, a group of men and women that might not have been super athletic in high school and college, but we all got together. And I fit in very well. (laughs) Lara did it. (laughs) It was my first class. (laughs) And I would get up and it was, I was so excited to do it. I hated it. And it worked out well, but that was 10 years ago. There's been a bit of a, you know, progression. That class traumatized me. I fell off a box and I've never done the box jump. You know, the stupid box was 12 inches off the ground. It's only a foot, right? I think it's taller than that, but yes. I fell off I think it's much taller than that. And I never went back after that. She never went back. I never went back. (laughs) But she's tried other classes. I've tried other classes in my journey to find other things to do. I didn't, I didn't try another class really until last spring. Okay. Okay. Really? So, yeah, but that's a lot of very young fit people in that class. I, yeah, that is actually a little bit into me. I do the same class as Lara does. I go a little teeny bit earlier than she does. And uh, it's a very different demographic than maybe I would have in my own perfect world. It's just, I don't think a lot of, 
50-year-old women are going to kind of intense workouts. Do you think that or do you think that's it's also just it's intimidating to be in a class with a bunch of 25-year-olds. I think a lot of women, there's a lot of really active 50-year-old young women yes. that would like to do classes, but you want to feel like you're part of the group. And, you know, that 25-year-old has absolutely nothing in common with me. And I probably look 90 to that 25-year-old. Well, yeah, because my daughter turns 25 right. tomorrow. <laughs> Right. So I could have given birth to anyone. In fact, the instructor told me, I don't think I told Lara this, the instructor was sick last week and I said, oh, I said, you know, whatever. She was right. telling me about how she was sick and she goes, you know, Lisa, I thought of you because my mom was bringing over soup for me. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> so we all are old enough to be. I can be her mother. She's not 25. She owns the studio. She's 34. So I guess technically I could have been her mother if I was like a right. teenage mother and there's nothing wrong with that but I wasn't I'm not but she immediately put me into the category of her mom which made me feel even older than I felt in that class and I guess it's about perspective but she kind of put me in my place and I'm like oh wait a second I am old Mm -hmm. I can be her mother and yes I said I would give I would have brought you soup (laughs) but that's why I think that we do that group and that why you're you started this podcast is because we were trying to start this. Well, yes, I got dragged along with the podcast. Um, I think trying to find a place where you fit comfortably without being putting, being put in the box of 25 and the box of 75. Right. I'm sure I'll need a different box in the next 15 years. But right now there's no, I can't figure out where to fit. Right. And again, I'll reiterate, I've said it again and again. I just don't, I can't quite find where, where we are out in the world, whether it's on podcasts or, you know, on Instagram or, you know, out in the Mm -hmm. digital world, even TikTok, you know, they're funny and I'll laugh and, you know, there's a lot of Mm -hmm. funny things, but there's very few things that appeal to me or even kind of uh, make me their target audience. I don't feel like I'm really that many people's target audience, but I do think there's a lot of us. Right. And I'm hope, hopefully this helps, you know, a little teeny bit rewrite the narrative to not an emptiness syndrome. I agree. And that's I the agree. hope. That's the hope. That's the goal. So stay tuned for episode four, where we are going to, Lara. Oh, what are we doing episode four again? Oh, episode four, we are going, going. to be talking about um, how... We're going. We're trying to look like a supermodel, but wait, we never really look like a supermodel. So we're going to talk about a little bit about fashion in in our fifties. Yep. See you then. See you. Bye.